Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, I will recap the game from last night. I'll hold myself accountable as we do a little bet busting. We'll preview the remaining games for the Week 17 slate. And I'll wrap up with my best bets. All coming up on this week's episode of the full preview and Thursday night recap. Last night, we had a pretty entertaining game as Joe Flacco and the Browns clinched a playoff berth with a 37-20 beatdown against the Jets. No one could have predicted that these two teams would produce almost 60 total points and all without scoring a single touchdown out of the half. Flacco to Njoku was unstoppable early on. They racked up over 120 yards in the first two or three minutes of the game and helped establish an early lead. A lead that would later turn into a win with keep-away ball in the third and fourth quarters in part to a resurgence in their running game. Cleveland rushed for over 125 yards as a team and scored once on the ground and was even dangerous in the passing game as Ford came away with two receiving touchdowns. Their defense was stellar as usual and matched a pick six from the Jets earlier on in the game. Overall, the Browns are starting to come together as a complete team. Now that their offense can put up points with Flacco, this team could very well make some serious noise in the playoffs. As for the Jets, Brees Hall played well, and that was about it. This team has a lot of work to do in the offseason, obviously. Now I'll hold myself and the words I spout accountable as we do a little bet busting for last night's game. For my straight five bets, Kareem Hunt, Brees Hall, and Jerome Ford all scored. The Amari Cooper ticket was voided, and David Njoku failed to score. We went three for four with one void. For my parlay bet, I actually won this one twice. The original parlay was Joe Flacco over 250 yards passing, David Njoku over 60 yards receiving, and Amari Cooper over 60 yards receiving. But this leg was voided as Amari Cooper didn't play. They didn't void the entire ticket, just that leg. I saw that they voided him just before the game and made a new bet, swapping out the Cooper leg for Jerome Ford over 60 yards rushing. I ended up nailing the voided two-leg parlay and the new three-leg parlay and overall had a really good night profit-wise. I hope you guys are following along at home. That'll wrap up the recap portion of this episode, so let's go ahead and take a quick break right here and discuss the upcoming games when I return. Welcome back. Week 17 is chalked full of postseason implications, and our playoff picture should start to come into focus. Let's go ahead and dive into the preview starting off with our watchable games list for this week. First up, we have the Lions at the Cowboys. The top seed in the NFC is now within reach for both of these teams, with the Niners' recent loss to the Ravens. If the Lions play their cards right, they could jump over the 49ers and take pole position. For the Cowboys, their journey starts with their division. The Eagles have a ridiculously easy schedule remaining, so if Dallas wants to steal that division, they're going to need to win this game. This is a must-win for both of these teams if they want to be taken seriously in the postseason. The Cowboys have been dubbed the Dolphins of the NFC, meaning they can beat up on the lesser teams but struggle against contenders. However, they just lost to the Dolphins, so can this narrative even be valid? I don't think so. This team is a classic pretender, and they'll likely do what they always do and become an easy out come January. As for this game, I don't like their chances here either. Dallas has proven you can run all over them on the ground, coupled with the fact that David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs 
are both hitting their stride at a perfect time, this could spell disaster for the Cowboys. I'm taking the Lions to steal this one on the road and challenge the Niners for that bye week. Moving on to the actual Dolphins of the AFC, we have Miami at Baltimore. The Ravens earned a ton of respect from what they did to the Niners last week and are, in my eyes at least, the most complete team in the NFL. Their defense is great in all three aspects, and as long as Lamar Jackson stays healthy, he can squiggle himself and this offense all the way to the Super Bowl. As for this game, the Dolphins at full strength might have a shot, but as it sits right now, they're really banged up. Jalen Waddle is out, and Tua, Hill, and Mostert are all questionable with various ailments. That's too many question marks for me to confidently pick them over a team that has very few. I think the Ravens continue to roll here and take the win at home. Up next, we have the Packers at the Vikings. I stuck this game in the watchable games list because I really don't want to see the Vikings in the postseason, and I want the Packers to replace them. This is a perfect win and move on type of situation. Firstly, I suppose I should address the weirdness surrounding Jair Alexander. Apparently, he knowingly took a coin toss, knowing he wasn't a captain, and then botched the call by calling defense instead of defer. This could have had massive implications for his team, but ultimately it didn't, and only resulted in his suspension from this game. I can't say that I've heard anything like this before. As for this actual matchup, even though I'm pulling for the pack here, they won't have an easy time of accomplishing this. The Vikings defense is unpredictable and dangerous, and Green Bay's defense looks terrible. The only saving grace is that the Vikings offense looks equally as bad. I think if the Packers want to win this one, they'll need to rely on their ground game to nullify all those Brian Flores blitzes. A tough task, considering both Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon showed up as questionable on the injury report for this week. I'm hoping they can both play and have productive days. I'm taking the Packers to win this one on the road. Let's move on to my speed round. First up, we're the Titans at the Texans. If you remember, a few weeks ago, the Titans taunted the entire Texans organization with their Euler night, and it blew up in their faces. C.J. Stroud didn't even play in that game, and he should get the start in this one, and you can bet he remembers the Titans' shenanigans. Stroud and the Texans need this win to leapfrog the Jags for their division. As such, I think they win big at home in what could be Derrick Henry's last few games. Up next, we have the Falcons at the Bears. This game is pretty evenly matched. The Falcons' offense has woken up, but so has the Bears' defense. This should be an entertaining game at least, but ultimately, I think Justin Fields is playing for his future, and as a result, the Bears should take this win at home. Next up, we have the Saints at the Buccaneers. I've said it all year, Baker is really fun to watch on this team, and I really think he's finally found a home. The Saints, on the other hand, are not fun to watch at all. I think Baker and the Bucks continue to roll here. Rashad White and or Mike Evans should have productive days like they have all season. The Bucks get this win and the division at home. Moving on, we have the Patriots at the Bills. Bailey Zappi had a decent game last week against the Broncos, but this is a different situation. New England is just a speed bump for this playoff-bound Bills team. Josh Allen should have another big game and help lead his team to a win at home. Up next, we have the Cardinals at the Eagles. This is a perfect spot for Philly to iron out some of their issues. Their offense has seemed a little off lately, and this is a great defense to try to get back on track against. 
As a result, the Eagles should win this one big at home. Next up, we have the Panthers at the Jaguars. Jacksonville has played poorly, to say the least, in the past month or so. Trevor Lawrence should get the start in this game, and as a result, they should likely get the win here to keep pace with the Texans in their division. Jags take the win at home. Moving on, we have the Raiders at the Colts. As much as it pains me to say this as a Broncos fan, these Pierce-led Raiders are way more fun to watch than the previous iterations. Both of these teams are feisty, and somehow are both in the playoff race. But ultimately, I think the Colts take advantage of their crowd and take this win at home. Up next, we have the Rams at the Giants. Tyrod Taylor has been named a starter moving forward this season, but I don't think it really matters much. The Rams are hot, and the Giants are not. LA should take this one comfortably on the road. Next up, we have the 49ers at the Commanders. This is a great game for the Niners to just disappear for a bit and lick their wounds from the Ravens game last week. San Francisco wins big on the road. Moving on, we have the Steelers at the Seahawks. Mason Rudolph got the start last week and provided a bit of a spark. He'll start in this game too, but I think that spark may run out against Seattle's defense. The Seahawks get the win at home. Up next, we have the Bengals at the Chiefs. This game should likely be on the watchable games list, but I must admit, I am definitely facing a bit of fatigue when it comes to this Chiefs team. Therefore, they've been sent down to the speed round for this matchup. KC has been playing terribly lately, and I think they drop another one at home here. Bengals steal one on the road. Lastly, we have the Chargers at the Broncos. Chargers have already packed it in for the season, and seemingly so have the Broncos with the latest benching of Russell Wilson. As a fan, I must tell you that this is the best news coming out of Denver in a few years now. I hated having to cheer for the guy who ripped my heart out a decade ago. All signs are pointing to his release this offseason and a rough couple of years ahead financially, but I feel like this is the path that needed to be taken. I'm frustrated it took so long, but I am glad that they finally reached the best conclusion. As for this game, who cares? Both of these teams are going to be irrelevant for a while. This is going to be a wet noodle fight, but ultimately I think the donkeys take this one at home. And with that said, this will wrap up the speed round and our preview. Let's move on to my best bets for the weekend. For my straight five bets, I went with the following. First, I had Noah Brown to score, then Zay Jones to score. I also have DK Metcalf to score. Next, I have Jalen Warren to score. And then lastly, I have Joe Mixon to score. Moving on to the parlay bets, I've decided to go with two three-leg parlays. The first parlay consists of the following legs. First leg, I have David Montgomery to score. Second, I have Kenneth Walker to score. And lastly, the third leg, I have Aaron Jones to score. On to the second parlay, which consists of the following legs. First leg, I have George Kittle to score. Second leg, Mike Evans to score. Lastly, the third leg, I have Travis Kelsey to score. And that'll do it for today's episode. I will return as usual for the recap on Tuesday. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.